Beyond the Headline with Aldrin Sampia on SAFM. Weekdays, 3 to 6 p.m. It is uh, 13 minutes uh, before 4 o'clock. We're in conversation next with uh, Lieutenant General Godfrey Libia, who is uh, the national head of the Directorate of Priority Crimes Investigations, better known as uh, the Hawks. So earlier on today, the Hawks uh, briefed the nation on the milestones achieved in the second quarter of the 2023-2024 financial year. In this quarter, 801 arrests have been made and 244 of those accused have been convicted as well as sentenced for, uh, well, sentence for national priority of offences, national priority offences uh, that have led to the bulk of these arrests include fraud, cash in transit, uh, robberies, narcotics, suppression metals, as well as diamond theft, as well as corruption. The Hawks have seized various exhibits to the value of 92 million rand. To unpack this, um, these cases further, we are joined now by Lieutenant General Godfrey Libya. Lieutenant General, good afternoon and thank you so much for making time for us. Good afternoon uh, to you and uh, your listeners. In terms of uh, the cases that the Hawks have been dealing with in that second quarter, what would you say are some of the trends that you are picking up that are different to perhaps what we've seen maybe a year or two ago? I think what uh, we can uh, say we are seeing some trend, new trends is the involvement of uh, foreign nationals who are appearing in various types of uh, national priority offenses. What we didn't have in the past is crimes like targeting the fowl, uh, that uh, the pipelines that uh, convey fowl from the uh, KwaZulu-Natal to Houdin as an example, and as well as uh, the kidnappings and demand for ransom. So those were not the types of crimes that uh, we were seeing in the past. Now we are beginning to see that they exist. So those are the new trends that I can say uh, we are observing them. Otherwise, the rest of uh, the offenses, they have been there. Uh, We have been dealing with them. Yeah. And, and, and when we speak about um, the fuel that is being stolen from these from these pipelines, I remember that Transnet has mentioned this as an issue um, before. Um, do we know what the modus operandi, though, of these, uh, because essentially it is organized crime, of these criminals are? Yes, we do know. Uh, obviously, we wouldn't like to be teaching those who do not know but uh, these individuals knows where the pipes are and uh, you will find that uh, we are dealing with uh, the trucks that uh, we have to be seizing the equipment that they utilize to target uh, those areas where we, they know that they can be able to harvest fowl and uh, thereafter they will be disposing those because uh, uh, as you will know that uh, people some people would like to appreciate that type of commodity that uh, you can easily dispose of it. Yeah. So we know uh, the the modus the operandi that they use. Yeah. Could there be any link though between um, the increase uh, the increase um, theft of that fuel and also the cost of fuel, and therefore a market has been made available where um, this um, fuel that has been um, that that is being supplied unlawfully um, would be made available to a market at a much cheaper price. And are some of the consumers actually companies and not necessarily individuals? Uh, 
I will not be in a position to say that uh, bigger companies will be the recipient of this uh, foul. But obviously, as you know, in the black market, uh, people will still want to receive that type of cargo and dispose of it. I do not believe that uh, bigger companies whose books are properly checked will be the recipient of this because uh, you really need to be accounting uh, the amount of liters that uh, you are receiving in those that uh, you are selling. I think it's the low-scale areas where they will be uh, prepared to receive the cargo. And then um, on the issue that you raised about the foreign nationals, also seeing that an Indian uh, national was arrested for 330 million rand illicit illicit tobacco that was found in the Eastern Cape. Please tell us more about that case. Uh, With regard to that particular uh, case, um, the Indian national was arrested for 330 million rands worth of illicit tobacco. Whatever happened is that uh, on the 29th of uh, June in 2022, our investigation team of the Hawks applied for a search warrant in order to search uh, the business of uh, Abdul Samad Ahmed Costa, uh, who have got a storage in East London. So upon searching, we found illicit tobacco of various brands. And when you check the value of all these brands, that is uh, what uh, came to 30,492,936 rand. So those were seized for the purpose of uh, further investigation. By the 11th of September of this year, verification process was finalized, which revealed that the tobacco that was seized from Qatar storage was actually illicit. That is when uh, he was arrested. So the collaboration of uh, the various law enforcement uh, agencies, including the serious commercial crime of the EPCI, uh, the National Prosecuting Authority as well as SARS ensured that uh, Qatar is secured before uh, the East London District Court. And that is where uh, he was released on 100,000 rands bail. And his case will be coming tomorrow, the 24th of November. Those who would like to be seen uh, can attend that court. And uh, here we will be providing the defense with copies of the docket to prepare themselves for the uh, court date. So that is the nature of the crime that uh, we are talking about. Okay, and just a final one on Parapara. I noted that you said that um, there are two more suspects uh, that are being sought, um, but have the Hawks been able to establish if there is any prima facie case, though, against uh, the president as being alleged in that complaint that was lodged? Yeah, from our side, uh, we will not be determining the issue of there being a prima facie case or otherwise. That is the duty of uh, the National Prosecuting Authority. Ours is to obtain all of the necessary evidence that uh, is required 
we are working closely with the National Prosecuting Authority in what we call prosecution-guided investigation. So what the prosecutors need, we get that and provide them. So they will be the one who determine as to whether there is a prima facie case or otherwise. And once they make a decision, we follow that decision and support them. So it is not uh, in the jurisdiction of the police to decide as to whether here we have got a prima facie case or not. Thank you so much for your time. Lieutenant General Godfrey Libia there, the national head of the Hawks.